Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Morning sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. John, listen. Everybody that listens to ninety-eight bathes. I would hope. You know what I mean? Because if they don't, that's pretty gross. Hopefully, everybody's washing their junk, washing their tush. You know, and making sure the little man in the boat is so fresh and so clean, clean, just like the Italian stallion said. That, that's something we say amongst ourselves. As for cologne, you know what? It's, it's funny that you mentioned some of those colognes, John, because I wear a variety of colognes. Like I have my yeah, solids, <laughs> you know, Versace. So good. And everybody loves it, right? But then I go back to the old Nautica or the super old Dracar. From time to time, I actually have a little thing of car in my little uh dike bag, right? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you gotta smell good, man. Keep it clean, people. Come on, a dike bag is filled with men's cologne. <laughs> Thanks, uh, Lady J. Uh, Guten Tag. We appreciate that. That's a new message. That's not yeah, the one. It, on, it came, yeah. That's a fresh one that came in. I just hit the next one. I so was fresh, like, so clean. <laughs> the other one just dike said bag. you gotta keep your ass clean. <laughs> Nothing should ever smell like what's a dike bag. <laughs> <laughs> Is that just a purse with a, a lesbian's purse? That's uh, she's that's insensitive. I'm she's she's allowed to say it, she but I, is. I'm still I'm I'm bothered by that. <laughs> What's a dyke bag? And why is it filled with men's stuff? That's a it's a clutch of men's cologne, which is what a like one of those people who sells cologne on the streets has. Anyway, filled with samples. I'm guessing. Thank you, Jay, Lady Jay Gutentag, with the female approach. To washing your ass. According uh, to Urban Dictionary, uh, dyke bag is just douchebag. Oh, okay. Well, we'll change the name of it when we go to when we go to when we release it to the public. Yeah, when we go to production, it won't be called that anymore. There is a uh, shop on Etsy called Dyke Bag. Oh, what can no we get kidding. there? Yeah, it's one of my favorite. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, it benefits all of us. It sounds like stuff I would use. Apparently, its <laughs> top seller is a patch, a uh, embroidered patch that reads "Big Dyke Energy." And as Ian taught us, uh, there's probably a number to a U-Haul place closest to you and some wind chime. Uh, Mike Rimbrecht says, My father and his father before him were rust butts. Therefore, for years, I too once was a rust butt until I started to follow the teachings of the ass whisperer, America's sweetheart, John Holmberg. Even if it's an emergency and I have to go in a public restroom, I wash my ass when I'm done with soap. Soap. <laughs> that, there's the answer. 
Gutentag's answer is, it's a fanny pack. Why would I wear feminine stuff, dick? Really? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> At this point, why? <laughs> it's true, Lady J. <laughs> There's pictures of things. Called- I didn't know that was a thing. I got to learn so much about the ways of the world. I don't- Apparently, big dyke energy is a, a thing they is stand that some- on. There's a lesbian pride patch that says, dyke to watch out for. A purse that says, yes, I'm a dyke. That's a keychain. Oh, it is a keychain. Yeah. Butch, please. Butch, please Butch is pretty please. great. And it's, That's the Arizona <laughs> state. It's like. So what, isn't it? I don't think so. I think it's just, it looks close, though. It's just a boot and, like, those thick hiking socks. This <laughs> yeah. is Butch, please. <laughs> Lesbians are funny. Tuft Hunter. I like that oh. one. <laughs> oh. Although that... in, in uh, Jay's case, she doesn't hunt Tuft. No. Big shave. Big shave. Clean. Right. All right. <laughs> I like Butch, please. That's good stuff. All right. Well, I didn't know lesbians were that amusing. I don't... Good pricing on the yeah. uh, Dyke Bag website there. I don't go to a lot of uh, pro uh, basketball games for women or soccer or if Softball were, fields. I don't. I don't hang around, so I never see this. Stuff. If they were this entertaining, I might. I might right. change my mind and go. I, I might just, start hanging yeah, around we, some softball. We tried games. for a while. You went to what half a dozen in the first couple of years of the. I mean, there were for other reasons you went to the WNBA games, but oh yeah. Well, the, when I worked at the Zone and they put me on the cover of the Advocate <laughs> yeah. magazine, Echo. You were on that. Yes, my boss was gay. <laughs> I didn't know. Oh, I knew Paul was gay, but then he's like, uh, he would tell me stuff like, we're, "I got a chance for you to get an interview." And back then. That was before I understood that radio, again, another radio insider moment, is that management and radio will bend over backwards. Used to, really bad. Doesn't, not so much anymore. Used to bend over backwards to get on TV or get in the newspaper, which, if you think about it, was is, early viral. But it's their biggest competition as far as advertising goes. It was an admission we're not as good as these things because we seek them out. You know, it was the weirdest thing. It's like if we were doing something, we got to get TV on this. I'm like, we've got 100,000 watts of broadcast power. Why do we need someone else to tell people about it? Uh, we just do. I'm like, that's dumb. Like you're basically saying, hey, advertisers, TV gets the job done a whole lot better than what we're promising you. We'll get more eyes on it. And I'm like, well, all right, I and guess. we outrate them a lot of times. So anytime a magazine or a publication would try to get an interview with you, managers would lose their minds. Oh, I got a chance to get you in this magazine, and I'm like, yeah, we do a radio show every – isn't that something to be proud of that we should be like, you're on the radio every day talking to all these people, and like, that's your voice. It's like, no, 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 that's fine. You've got your stupid little audience. We get people that don't we listen to you. expand that audience. We get people – yeah, and then you get people that don't listen to you that call up and go, hey, I hate this guy, and now I'm going to try to get him pulled off the air. That's why I told you yesterday. We don't want all you. Like, there's a bunch of uptight ones that you can just push away. I don't, I don't want you uptight-ass listening to us. We talk about a lot of real stuff around here. It's going to make some people uncomfortable. And I don't need some nun and her sister hanging around going, this is unacceptable. No, keep it to the people who are cool and let the rest listen to Beth and Tim and Bill and whoever else is out there. I don't know who the – who cares? So anyway, but back in the early days, I thought you had to do that. I thought that was part of the gig. So this guy comes over and he interviews me. He's asked me a lot of questions about like sex, <laughs> like what, what I do. Like, So do, what, do you have a partner? Like I do have a partner. I didn't know what that meant at the time as far as <laughs> his questioning. <laughs> I do have a partner at this very moment. And what's your partner's name? Geneva. Oh. And I think he knew that was a girl. I'm not so sure. Because I think my boss, Paul, led him to believe he's gay. Just so the interview went well. And then he started to talk about stuff that was kind of like 
gay rights. And I'm like, okay. And then I realized, oh, Echo Magazine. I didn't know what Echo Magazine was. Well, the next thing you know, I'm on the cover of Echo Magazine. Oh, we got, is there a copy of this anywhere? Uh, we've looked. I have never found one. <sighs> but so all these gay guys started to like, I didn't know. I'm like, I'm not. So they'd call. So it worked a little bit because it's a gay audience. But The Zone had nothing but gay listeners anyway. We were like the... <laughs> We were like the KDKB of the late 90s. <laughs> it was gay. And it was fun. Not like KDKB, which is like boring gays. Oh, yeah. I like the most boring gays ever, KDKB. They dress well. Don't touch them. They're like museum pieces over there. <laughs> so, uh, uh, so I started to have to do like gay stuff. So I went, like all these gay guys were inviting me to things. I'm like, why not? I've never done it. 26-year-old kid just trying to figure out life. So I'm in this old Taco Bell. This dude's kissing my head, dressed as a woman. That was pretty good. I went to a few lesbian bars. Glory holes. I'll be honest with you. And I never tried a glory hole. Uh, if, if, they, if Echo wanted me to go do that now, I'd go do it. I'd be on, <laughs> I'm, I'm only a giver, though. I'm not, not going to be the intake. <laughs> but if that guy starts nestling up uh, against the thing, I, you know, just what I don't know is on the other side of that wall won't kill me, right? Well, it might, actually. There's plenty of diseases yeah. that can get to. <laughs> I'm not doing the glory hole. I talked myself out of it. <laughs> I went to the lesbian bars. Ain't nobody's biz. And there was another one that I got drugged to, and uh, I'll be honest, I did not like them. Pookies? I didn't like them. They only like straight women and gay guys. They don't like straight men. No, they do not. At all. It was, I was not welcoming, especially ain't nobody's biz. And because you can sense it. I didn't expect it. to be welcome when I went with the ex. Really? Yeah. If you shaved, you, you could pull it off. You think? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> you've got that same build. Yeah. You're absolutely right <laughs> And, and that's, that's a compliment to you as no, a man. No, no, I get it. I get it. <laughs> I walk in, and, and you're not wrong because yeah. they uh, they definitely outnumbered the uh, good looking women right. in the bar. Here, here's why they don't like me. I walk into ain't nobody's biz, and I'm a viable threat to take their position at second base away <laughs> on their softball team. Like I look like a guy who could outplay them in the infield, and they know it deep down. They're like, ah, he's probably got better lateral movement. He's probably got a better bat, and they're always thinking about that. I think lesbians are always thinking about their next softball game. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> Every one of them. So they see a guy walk in that might might threaten that position at you know middle infield. Not comfortable. You don't I'm, want to put him at I'm short. Butch. You're not right. You could walk in there, Brady, and they'd be like, "All right." They're like, "What's up, Jay?" Yeah, and then you'd surprise them. And once they saw you on a softball field, they'd start not liking you. Uh, you know, Christ loving. You know, the reaction of a cat. You're very fast, surprisingly quick. They're not going to like you after that. But at first, they think they'd think you're soft and easy and nice. But they wouldn't realize that you are a threat on the softball field. Brett, you too. What? I think you're uh, just yes. you're just constantly going, oh, go, <laughs> disgusting, would make them not like you. But yeah, I'm out. I didn't I'd like go. I didn't like lesbian bars at all. They didn't like me, and I didn't like going. But I didn't realize they were that much fun. Like, together, the Butch Please is hilarious. I would love to be part of that. And the funny thing is, is vegetarian. Uh, I saw that shirt. That's that, to me. That's that's a hack guy thing. And when girls do that, I, like I like the original stuff. Vegetarians, what old men say. We should have Gutentag take us all out to some of her oh, yeah. bars. I would oh, see, and that's I would the funny do that. thing. Yeah, I would totally do that. Can I, wear I would a GoPro <laughs> if we went in <laughs> yes. with an advocate. Because if Jay walked in, we'd be like, we're in. Well, it's like, oh yeah, it's like being a hell's angel. That's true. Yeah, you're, you're a pledge. Yeah, you're, research. You're, you're a prospect. You're right behind her. I'm like, look, I can be a lesbian. <laughs> and now with my new gay mustache. You're definitely the cop. Um, oh, no. In the village people? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. 
There's no question about it. I did a little touch-up yesterday, and as I'm doing it, I'm laughing because I'm like, it's getting so stupid, and it's such a bad uh, hair thing. But back to what I was talking about. Individual lesbians love me, but in a group, they don't like me at all. And I can feel it. A gaggle of lesbians, a murder of lesbians, a parliament of lesbians, I'm not sure what you call them. They don't care for me. Covey. Individually, lesbians love me, like individual ones, like... You think it's like a flock? They just get they just get that mind thinking yeah. there and think that. I think it's like anything else. You get into a group of, of your you own. Just don't want to be type. around that. Yeah. You don't want the outsider coming in there mucking it up. But then when the solo girl walks in, it's like mine, 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 mine. <laughs> oh, I'm competition to that. Like yeah. especially if there's like a a cute girl they're trying to make go the other way. It's not like a gay bar of men. They welcome incredibly pretty straight women all the time. Straight women feel so comfortable in a men's gay bar. It's ridiculous. They're so welcoming. The specialty hags? <laughs> kind of. I know what you're saying. doesn't rhyme when you say it. But yeah, the but because Megan did a hair show once for this salon and went into this gay bar and won. Like they had a big contest and they gave her prizes and put her up on the bar and she's dancing and they loved her. And then they love me because they're like, oh, a challenge. Gay bars are all inclusive. And they get way too far sometimes. Lesbian bars, exclusive. They don't want you in there. They don't want gay guys in there. They want it to be theirs. Charlie's, that place that had that great burritos before I knew it was a lesbian bar, none too pleased to see me. And I'm like, man, the attitude of the ladies around here. Oh, no, they didn't. But the guys were nice, but the girls were not happy to see me. I never knew that. I've been going there for years. (laughs) Yeah, they just think you're a little bit of a fuzzy lesbian. You have the look too. If you shaved down and gave it a little effort, <laughs> you could wander in and be a. You could be a butch bitch, especially in that caterpillar <laughs> oh shirt right there. You walk in, <laughs> if you shave down, and just put a bad like uh, like Toledo's hair wig on, <laughs> and walked in and just ladies, it's big shave now, now, now. Speaking of, did you get a haircut recently? No, no. Maybe but a week ago. It's going then. Oh, you haven't. Yeah, no, it's, oh, he's completely bald. Man. I shaved it last week. It looks good. It's bald. Don't get on him for that. We're talking not, about no, if he was no, a lesbian. <laughs> if you if you got a lesbian all the way to the bedroom, Brady, all the way, you could whip out. She's like, "Hey, that's a no. It's not. That's my C. <laughs> I'm just but a like, well hung lesbian. And like Jay called Diddle it a little man in the canoe. Why yeah. isn't it a little woman in the canoe? It's a good question because he's bald. Bald oh, man in the canoe. Gotcha. All yeah. right. Brady's bald man in the canoe standing up. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see the hole, man. You got to look around for it. You'll get there. Yeah, you could do it. But, yeah, it's weird because lesbian bars, they, they're not they are not friendly, I don't think. At least to, to, from my experience. I've never there been. There wasn't a friendly vibe at the WNBA <laughs> game. Not the last at one all. I went to. No. It was the last one we went to. Yeah, we were okay. the same one, right? Yeah. You haven't been since. No. I haven't either. <laughs> I like that. No, no, no. <laughs> Hell no, I'm a man. All right, me too. <laughs> We're man. No, there wasn't. And they're like, get that X factor. The crowd was the X factor. And I know that it was a loaded chromosome thing there. Yeah. They were, uh, you know, and the, the that w- that crowd hated me a little us. bit. Like, wow. Now, did the crowd hate us because we were men or because we had shirts on that said, let's scissor? I didn't get the. Uh... <laughs> I think that might have had a might have played a, a part. Bit. We had a midget. We had scissor signs that say "Let's scissor these nets." Let's scissor. My shirt just said "Let's scissor," and then it had a picture of a net that was someone was cutting down. 
Because it was a championship. We want to scissor the Nets. And we were screaming scissor every time there was a penalty. And... Let's scissor. Because we hated Maybe you're right. being, we, uh, we might have been uh, a target. But I don't feel like the PA announcer certainly didn't know that. And when he'd say, ladies, to the crowd, we're not invited immediately. X Factor, stand up, girls. I'm like, all right, I won't stand up. They're basically, uh, they were nanoing the audience down to this is what likes us. By the way, speaking of my WNBA hate, my friend Colin hates it as much as I do, and he did a little research yesterday. There are 64 players paid in the NBA uh, more money a year than the uh, average value of an NBA franchise, a WNBA franchise. They are, they're averaged between 17 and $34 million if you were to sell it. There's the 64th highest paid player in the NBA makes $18 million. Wow. <laughs> and uh, Blake Griffin makes $34 million a year, along with LeBron and another guy. So they're, and, they're the highest paid. So the and best makes franchise, that franchise right? money. Uh, yes, and they, and that is not hurting them at all to pay that guy thirty four million. That's like just one of that's the players. a return of, you know, they're getting a return on investment. There. Fun Jeopardy moment yesterday is that they said uh, the New York Liberty, Phoenix Mercury, are two of the original WNBA franchises, along with this Los Angeles team. And all three contestants stood there for a second, and then one of the lady goes uh, hits her button. She goes, "What are spark?" No, sorry. And the other two just were like, uh-uh. And he goes, it's the Sparks. And I'm like, yeah, should have picked a bigger market. The L.A. market's not known enough after 25 <laughs> years. Great branding, WNBA. Fail. Uh, so, yeah. But lesbians, I like you a ton, uh, but not in groups. I will admit to that. I think you're kind of rude to me in groups. And maybe they're, maybe we are to them. Ah, I don't know. I hung out with a two-set one time, and it was <laughs> fine. You know, for a while. Two set. A two set of lesbians? <laughs> yeah. Where? It doesn't Emily, count if it's your... And, Emily and yes. uh, the Indigo Girls. Oh, you drove them around, but yeah, you were hired to do so. a good hour and a half, yeah. and then you know, sitting around. But you were the help. That doesn't count. True. Yeah, you were very just, nice. You weren't just palling around or in a public place. If you ran into the Indigo Girls and had your same story, it's like, and then we drove to places wouldn't and give hung out. the time of day. They wouldn't have liked you. I don't think that's... I think that's Amy. true. They're not interested in us, and that makes sense to me. Like, of course you're not going to waste your time with me. What benefit is that? That's like me trying to befriend just chicks here at work. I'm like, I don't have any interest in this. This is going nowhere. They don't want to be with me, and so what interest do they have? And plus, I, I definitely have a better glove than them. I guarantee you my defensive percentage is a lot higher than a, some, you know, short, stocky broad at second. I'm going to cover a lot more ground, and I'm going to whip the ball around, even with my bad shoulder. I'm still a better throw. <laughs> Come on. There's a few of them that are impressive, but let's get you back on the mound, Beast. And uh, <laughs> that's where you go. So, yeah, but uh, the gay bars are different. But Jay, Jay's awesome. But I don't know if Jay and a group of her own would be as uh, kind to us. I mean, she's got work to do, and I would leave her to that. I, I, wouldn't, would. I, 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 I think if you're hanging with us, Jay – they're like, well, if Jay's hanging with these guys, yeah. they're good. If I she's just, vouching for yeah, us, we're good. Yeah. I just have a feeling there'd be a bar fight. Well, with we Jay would be on the right, I'd be right, be on the right side I'm, with the GoPro. I'm yeah. hiding behind her. <laughs> Chin checking bitches out of that bar. <laughs> Hell yeah. Come I, here, ankle. I, I can't really hit any of these. It would be against everything I stand for, even though I want to. Jay's short in stature, so I yeah. want to see like the next level up from Jay. 
You know what I mean? Like, like Russian size. dolls? Yeah. The Russian dolls I of do. Jay? You want to yeah. see a taller... You want to see Gigantor? Yes. Yes, <laughs> a little bit. See... <laughs> I know she exists. You want he... someone more in your weight class? Yes. <laughs> I'll go, there there you go. That'll, that'll be more accurate. Did your ex-wife go with the lesbian hair? No. She's still got good, beautiful yeah, yeah. lady hair. Yeah. No Butch, offense, lesbians, please. but most of them, we don't, and, and we're not supposed to, so it's okay. You're doing your job keeping us men from being attracted to you. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, her, uh, her wife has the short Lesbian hair. hair. It's shaved not, on ne- one side. Not necessarily lesbian. Actually, it might be shaved on one side yeah. now. Yeah. That's I haven't seen her in a while. And it flops over. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. They're, uh, they're buying a farm in uh, Casa Grande, by the way. The lesbian farm? Yep. What are they going to grow? I don't know. Cucumbers. Of course. <laughs> oh, I figured that guaranteed. Way. <laughs> carrots and cucumbers. That's it. They're going to pickle their own, so to speak. How did you – what, what pickles this exactly? I didn't see any jars. You don't need to know what pickles the food around here. We keep it moist and dark. That's all you need to know. Ew. All right. But they're good pickles. What, what, really? A farm in Casa Grande? Yeah. Cocaine. That's the only thing you can grow out Cocaine there. pot, something, you know, I figured, I figured pot. What kind of farming is in? Is there a lot of Pepper farming farm? There? Like individual, I know that. I, I mean, I should say they're buying land, not a farm. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. But they want horses and stuff like that. No kidding. Yep. What a departure from the life she had with you. Oh my god! Like you were never not a good yeah. lesbian. No, <laughs> never. No, I was never amenable. <laughs> uh-uh. What was she thinking with you? Wasn't the life she had carved well, out? Well, me for and, and then the other husband too. He was a bike rider. He was a motorcycle club guy. She was just denying the whole thing. Yeah. Have you talked to her about potato, that since? Like she potato, she potato. knew she knew that maybe that's what they're growing. That could be. No, they're they're a fishery. They're gonna. Oh, uh, it's a hatchery. Oh. <laughs> Make a hatchery. Yeah, hatchery. Just for the morning's dew smell. Yeah. <laughs> smell that fresh land. Oh God damn it! Smelt. Mmm. Smelt. <laughs> Just down there with their faces in the water every morning. <laughs> Got breakfast. Mm-hmm. I caught one. <laughs> Got a strong tongue on you, Don. <laughs> you goddamn right. So I she, do. does she talk to you ever about like knowing? Like I, I. Just denied it the whole time, or just no? Like I said, it? when when I first met her, she had told me that she wouldn't. She didn't even call it experimenting, but that's what everybody says. She liked it, you know. Yeah, she said she had she had relationships with women before she met me, and then you confirmed it. Yeah, <laughs> I much. sent her. Well, I don't know if you I sent her over Jack. the edge because there was seven years in the middle there where she was with after me. Yeah, that is so strange. Oh, and now yeah. she's completely committed. Like she doesn't tell her lesbian, you know. There could be a chance I want a fella anymore. She's done with that. I'm done with that. Look, I don't know. If, if you look at past history, she goes a certain period of time and then wants wants change. What's next? Well, I mean, she'd go, back. Horses. she'd go back to the gym. Back to crank, yeah. yeah. yeah she'd you go back she'd to go the back? It, can you go back? I know you can go home again. She's you're gone back twice already. Back. What are you you're talking about? You're always welcome back. You think? Oh, you're welcome yeah. back. I'm just saying. What, pet, like Pepperidge Farm? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brady's always thinking of the cookie guy. <laughs> Welcome home to Pepperidge Farm. Take down your pants, lesbian. <laughs> this is a toll house cookie. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, all right. Well, good for you, I guess. But guys, I know a lesbo that looks like Genghis Khan. Can I join your party? That's not a thing. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, you can. I want to see her, like with the little, like kind of tiny with mustache the off the wispy foos, or just the big forehead. And she's dressed in it's got a big old yeah. like, battle axe. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen a woman that looks like Genghis Khan or said that, but now we know. But if you went through Chick-fil-A and saw it on the receipt, you'd know who you're talking about. You think that's a Google search? Let's find out. Lesbians that look like Genghis Khan? Yep. 
Now your starting lineup for the Minnesota Lynx. Remember that website that we did in the old building? Lesbians that look like Justin, Justin Bieber? Yeah. Well, there were a ton of those. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, Gutentag's got one for Toledo. Uh-oh. Dude, you guys are awesome. Come on. Short in stature for sure. The bigger the hard, the bigger they are, the harder they fall. No offense, dick, but I'm pretty sure I can take you. <laughs> Jay, I okay. never said that I could take you, by the way. All right. Here we go. That's it. The, uh, you got to fight Jay. You got to fight Jay. I met Jay multiple times. <laughs> I, I would yeah. never say that I Sanction could take Jay. You know, the lady that Jay was supposed to fight, remember the whole thing that started with Lady Jay Gutentag here was her and that other prisoner that were mad at each other. That Kathleen lady, and we had her on. She passed away like a week ago. I what? Know. Yeah. yeah you just, no. Yeah. So what Jay told me the other day. So she 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 passed away just a few days ago. Oh, I right. never had a, a problem with her. Jay and her were going to fight. Glad we didn't have that fight. Me too, because Jay might have killed her, and then 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 what? As I mean, the bell would ring, and she might have dropped. Yeah. So I mean, nobody knows how or why, and it's a sad thing all the way around. But yeah, it's crazy. So now she got now you got to step in short notice and man fight Jay. Well, but I, need some, I need some tactical black shiv training then because no shivs. She's no shivs. Me no with, shivs. We're just yeah, going no straight fisty objects. cuffs. We'll go uh, MMA gloves though because I want to see some blood. <laughs> I'm not going with these 14 ounces. We either go 10 ounce boxing gloves or full on MMA gloves. That's it. And you got to fight Jay because I, I don't know who would put my money on in that because Jay's got some prison experience. Toledo's a nice guy. I've been hit by Toledo. He's got heavy hands. Toledo, I like you, but um, I'm, with, I'm with the goon on this I think one. i got to go with the person who's yeah. fought. You guys think I'm fighting this. <laughs> I'm you with you. Brady, who do you have Brady, in the big Jay Toledo fight that's coming up here next week? <laughs> you know, I would... Uh, by the way, I'll take a dive, Brady, for the I'm right amount. See the, uh, <laughs> I'm see how the, uh, the numbers are, but... You heard me. I got, I got Toledo with a couple of weeks training. Oh! I don't know. I've seen Toledo in the gym. I've fought with Toledo before. We fought. He can throw. He can. He's got some heavy hands. I telegraph a lot. You gas out. That's the thing about you. You gas out fast. Yep. And he does telegraph. And he drops his hands. I broke his that's nose. What I'm once. training. Hey, one, two, first two rounds. I'll tell you right okay, now. Okay, cut it down. One round is it? Yeah. Fake to <laughs> the body. Do it. Fake to the body. Toledo's tendency was to drop both hands. So he fake with that left and right hands coming over the top. I didn't mean to do it, but I broke his nose. Well, I helped shot. you. I, I put my face into it a little right, bit. Right. That's, that's what a punch is, down. you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> when you hit, that's true. Okay, let me rephrase that. When Toledo did that headbutt into my fist, I broke his nose. <laughs> we were we were going good that day. Yeah, that was fun. But I saw the tendency, so you got to correct that. Or Jay's going to mop the floor. Jay's taking notes right now. Yeah. But I don't think Jay's got much movement. I'd go to Jay's belly. I'd ovary smash that thing all day long. She forgets she has him. That hurts when you Come punch on, a lady in the ovaries. <laughs> <laughs> There's no ovaries. There's no ovaries. You think the ovaries are sitting there like the Maytag yeah. man? Yeah. There's no reason for us to even be here, boys. Why are we here? Why Dave? are we even here? What a waste of ovaries. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. You know what? It's time we just closed it up. She's never going to use it. <laughs> it's true, though. They're not dried up. Oh, man. How do you know? 
She told me. I there think. we go. Did she? Oh, God. See you, Richard. You lost. You want a shiv. Yeah, see, you wanted a shiv. She wants to go fishing. Want a shiv? No, right. I assumed I needed shiv training. That's yeah. what I said. I'm telling you, man. You getting chin checked by Guten This is great. And laying out cold. If we had the smelling salts, you, it would be <laughs> such a great day. You got to fight her. <laughs> you got to fight her. Come on, Logan Paul, fight her. <laughs> hey, COVID's got to be over first. Oh, man. You're ducking. You're ducking Guten Tag. Oh, my God. It's so much better than the prison fight. <laughs> Oh my lord! I would I would pay great money to watch you fight a lesbian. Last time we did this, there was a linebacker involved, and then there was yeah. cheating allegations. Well, there was a load of that. That what was happened? definitely what was that? Well, Eric had to run uh, the Oklahoma drill, and he did cheat. You're supposed to get the snap and run forward. Yeah, he ran right. back ten yards and got he a did ten a yard power loop start. and got some. I will say uh, this though: even as unathletic as that guy was, that uh, professional girls football she, player she couldn't no catch shot. it. Yeah. Oh wow. It, it was horrible, and that's why that that's league, right, Brett. Professional female football. They were player. playing it, and they tried. And they continually called us and said, yep. "We got to get on the air. This is a great product. These women are really." And I'm like, "All right. Well, if Eric doesn't score a touchdown against your girl, your best player, and she was like the best player in the league, evidently, and she came in here all proud of herself. I'm gonna knock him on his ass. I'm like, Eric ran by her. She goes, we cheated. Oklahoma drill, straightforward drill. I'm like, you, you couldn't catch him. He was only a step away. It's not like this guy's right. lightning fast. Usain Bolt. It was. He got the corner. He, he got the edge. He got the edge because you could walk past her. She was <laughs> slow and terrible at football. It didn't take too much. <laughs> The pads were really killing her, too. She's like moving around. It was like Lucas. She, they were wobbling all over her body. <laughs> when I saw her walk on the field, I'm like, you're going you're gonna to run right past her. Run over her. Be manly run over her. I would have just dropped my shoulder and put it right in her cans. <laughs> and maybe she tackles me, maybe she doesn't. But I'm falling forward for three, which is what Coach Tomlin looks for. I like a running back that hits the hole and falls forward. She ain't moving me back, that's for sure. Because I'm a man. Anyway, Toledo, Guten Tag, that fight, I tell you what. At our next, well, we'll do the, whenever the 20th anniversary uh, pickleball tournament goes down, there'll also be some uh, lesbian man boxing. <laughs> <laughs> lesbian V man. I'd, uh, top dollar I'd pay that because I really don't know who would win. And that's not a shot at you. I don't take I a think, shot at I that. think as a, I don't know. I don't know. Because she's got so much fighting experience. Like, there's so much experience fighting. Probably bigger Age kicks in chicks. a little bit. Well, they're about the same age, aren't they? I don't know. She's younger. And jail that. yard fights, too. I mean, she's... Yeah, I think she's, she's younger, lay it down. I she, think she's younger. I would yeah. assume she's younger. But, I mean, with jail time on that, she's got some... It's like dog years? Yeah. yeah. She's yeah. Every, every year in jail is like three years. <laughs> well, like Nicholas on Facebook's got 20 bucks on Cuck Rage to win. So, you already have a name, apparently. <laughs> Nice. I actually like that. I'm okay with that one. Richard Cuckridge Toledo. That's a good idea. We'll show some cuck videos before we get Toledo all fired up. I didn't even know what that meant until recently. Uh, yeah, I don't know why people were calling you that, but it stuck. And then, uh, yeah, Guten talking. Man, I don't know. You're right, because Brett's right. The, the prison yard fights, mm-hmm. they teach you. There's something there. Uh-oh. Oof. All right. Anyway, I don't know how we got off on this deal, but congratulations. We got we got more messages. Right, we'll too. we'll yeah. check those in a little bit, just in case. <laughs> yeah. We'll chin check that later. But you got called a pussy, basically. <laughs> she wants to fight you, and you don't want to fight her. Come on. She want. All right. Let's hear it. Now I'm just going to hear all it. Right, hang on. Hopefully, we, it's we, not we'll all pussy. But let's listen to Jay uh, challenge. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
I think this one's it. She sent a bunch of them. Right, this is, one, this, this last is the last one. one. All right. Oh, dick, dick, dick. <laughs> the ovaries, huh? Mm-hmm. I'm still bleeding like a gutted swan <laughs> once a month. Better. So, mm-hmm. And seriously, dude, you go after lesbians. You probably want to touch me anyway. <laughs> That's so, true. Relax. You married a lesbian. Richard. Oh, yeah. I gave you a hug once. I might hug you again. Put on you a little guitar. You gave me a hug twice. Just for you. Oh, my okay? God. Thank you, Lady J. <laughs> Fascinated with this now. Come on. We don't even have to do it on the air. Just, let's just do it in the street and we won't ever talk about it. <laughs> I just need to see this. I need this to be part of my life. Oh, my Lord. Oh, all right. Anyway. I'm uh, sure Jay at React Defense will give us the gym to use for this. Uh, no, he wouldn't. Oh, yeah. Just on the side. Just on <laughs> the down He's a, he's a he classic. Doesn't want, he doesn't want to sell <laughs> He's a classic. I didn't want anything to do with it. No. Uh, yeah, I'll speak for Jay. Just like, keep keep your lesbian man fights out of my gym. <laughs> Although Jay's a big uh, advocate, like when when you're out there and you get into the higher levels of the learning and stuff, uh, I've been punched harder by a lady named Lisa than I have by a guy in a long time. Like wow. she hits to the body. She's just oh, and they're pinpoint accurate. I haven't been kicked yet. We just did, it drills on on uh, you know like uh, balance drills where you're getting punched and you're trying to keep your balance on a, on one of those wobble boards. There's Jay and Toledo together right before the fight in happier times. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, Lisa with was their just, shooter lenses on. She had these pinpoint little. Yeah, I don't know. Is that a shots. filter? Because I don't have shooter it's gotta lenses. Be, it's got to be. Yeah, it's got to be filter. <laughs> Whatever that is. With your yellow lesbian glasses. <laughs> uh, I was poster watching. will be great too. <sighs> there's so much head to about head. It. I don't think there's anything bad about it. That's the poster That's right the promo. there. No, oh, you're too happy poster. there. No, that's going to be. There's happy fight posters. <laughs> happy fight <laughs> posters. <laughs> I've never seen one. Oh. Oh. The lady with a celly versus the man with a belly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is too good. Anyway, I was watching uh, the thing last night uh, about that. The whole Bachelor thing has got my interest. I think that's a fascinating thing. And then Gina Carano. Well, I got to tip my cap to Gina Carano. Basically, I had, I had this chat with somebody yesterday. Gina Carano's just off the Mandalorian. They've, she's done. Yep. Fire. Disney said it. And uh, and somebody said, oh, it's it, you know, you said it wasn't freedom of speech and this and that. It's it's and and the truth of the matter is, what uh, this guy said to me was absolutely correct. It's because she went anti-establishment. But if you know what your establishment stands for, you don't go that way when they pay you, right? You just kind of keep that private. So so what she said this and what she said wasn't incorrect. It was just the second somebody out of left field says Jews, you're like, oh, uh, where are you coming from and why are you talking? And then when Disney says, why did you do that? And it just, nobody listened to your message. Your message didn't matter. It was, the, it was the provider of content, not the content well, itself. Well, she equated the Republican Party to the That Jews. was the problem. So the Republicans, and, and, and it became a political thing. So they're like, we don't need this right now. So you're out. But I got to hand it to her because she basically said, this is going to be uh, this is what her point was. The, the government tries to divide the people constantly, and we have to have minds of our own to not let them control us so much. It was a weird way to do it. So she came out a couple of days later and said, no, I'm not going to. They wanted an apology. They wrote an apology for it. Disney said, this is what you're going to say. And she was going to get fired anyway. She's like, no, I'm not going to say it, and I'm going to stand by it. So I'll, I tip my cap to her for that. But the argument I have back is if you went to the source awards and screamed the N-word – there's going to be repercussions. Even if you're making a Papa John's point to say, you know, 
the N word used to mean uh, lazy, and it had a definition. And you're and, not saying N word, actually. And you are, yeah, you're yeah. saying the actual thing. But the second you say it, it doesn't matter if you're saying a fact. Gone. You're done, and especially so you know your audience. The source of words is not going to take kindly to a person out of left field just saying that. So there's repercussions to it. The media and the you know the entertainment industry is far left leaning. Everything else, you cannot like that. Why publish your thoughts? That's for you know you to say, hey, look, you know, I always believe this, this, and this to people you trust. But once you put it out there, the message the message stops mattering. The messenger becomes the problem. And it's the same with Chris Harrison and The Bachelor. What he was saying was trying to defend somebody, saying, look, if some college girl probably got dressed up and didn't even know what she was doing, so she was uneducated on what an antebellum party was, how bad the Confederate flag was. So in today's lens, it's bad. He stepped in it, said it poorly, but then he put out an apology. So Gina Carano not apologizing, I have more respect for. Chris Harrison just apologizing is a nice thing. And now the lady who got him in trouble in the first place, this other Rachel girl, that did the interview and he got himself in trouble, did the interview. She's like, I don't accept that apology because it came after the fact. Well, you're supposed to apologize now before you make mistakes for right. your mistake. You're supposed to know for a mistake you didn't in. know. Yeah. yeah. You were making. I'm going to apologize before I let me say that right now. I'm sorry for any mistakes I make in the future. And I mean that I don't know what they're going to be. And I guess that clears me of it. But that's the stupidest. That's worse than what he did, which is like if a person is brave enough to say, look, I screwed up. I'm going to do what I can to change. We don't accept apologies anymore. It's worse than the apology itself. Nobody accepts your apology. So when Chris Harrison and, – and, you know, it was a lawyery kind of written out, I'm going to try to be better. It's the same pat kind of stamped out apology we get from everybody who slips up or perceived to have slipped up. Uh, and he said, I'll just try to be better with my words. And essentially what he's saying is I didn't say anything really terrible, but I understand why it was misconstrued and I'll be more careful. And I'm sorry. Oh, I don't, I don't accept your apology. Well, then why did I do it? What, what am I doing? And, I, and you sincerely apologize, and then the people still want your head. And this whole thing's gotten crazy. So The acceptance I, of uh, nobody <laughs> leads a perfect life is out the window now. Well, There's, so stone throwing thing. Don't throw yeah, stones. It's impossible. But the, but the bigger beef is stop publishing thoughts. Have your thoughts. Again, you're free to scream the N-word at the source awards. That's not free speech. To them. I mean, it is free speech. You can do it. But there are repercussions for it. You have to know who you're talking to. With Twitter and Facebook, you don't know who's reading it. You have no idea who's reading your, your craziness. And if they take it the wrong way and you've written the word Jews and have opinion, and the Mandalorian Disney character has opinions about this, people are just going to stop listening to what you actually said and say, you're, you're a racist. You're anti-Semitic. And she's like, wait a minute. You didn't read it. I don't need to. The message is done. It's over. We've been part of that in our 20 years. A couple times when you say something – and they just take a piece of it, the, the harder you fight back, the more guilty you look. The more you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. I didn't see. you got to listen to the whole thing. you got to listen to all of what I said. You can clip anything anybody says and make it bad. What Chris Harrison said was clumsy and maybe stupid, but he was asked a question like, do we, do we got to get – he's just basically saying she was 18. we got to give her a break. She was going to a college party. She was probably feeling pressure to go to this college party in Georgia because they were having these fraternity and sorority parties all the time. She should have known better. She didn't. Would she do it today? That's what we have to ask ourselves. He didn't say it that way. So it was dumb. He's like, well, but is I don't it wrong know if by today's standards? There's an easy way to get into that because you just don't talk about that's it. That's a way. That's that is literally a way of life down in the South. Now, is it right? No, but no. that is when you're in college. That is what goes on. And a guy on. emailed us yesterday and said, "You guys are just being PC pussies. Antebellum yeah. parties are celebrations yeah. of history." Right. I agree that they happen. I'm not saying. I'm just saying in this day and age, right. 
I'm not going to one and not thinking to myself, oh, if I get taken, a picture gets taken here, all of a sudden this is how I think. You, you can't fight that. If Brett goes to an antebellum party and there's Confederate flags and, and he goes in and he's like, I don't even know what this is, and somebody snaps a shot and they're like, KVPD's Brett Festley seen at antebellum party. All of a sudden, every belief of that time period is on you as you yeah. accept it. I, I used to, I, I guarantee you, there were party, parties I went to in college, after college, Tony Roma's high school, where some jackass kid had a Confederate flag up. I guarantee it. I, can, I guarantee it. I've been to fraternities where the one kid had a Nazi flag in his room because he thought it was funny. Yeah, you think it's anti. Right. And so, me with a picture of that surfaces today. What we were at a Nazi party? No, this jacket, you can't explain it. Nobody wants to hear your explanation. It's you were there, tell us you're sorry, and tell us why you hate all these people. It's like, I, I didn't. I guarantee you I was at stuff you take a picture of it. It looks terrible now. And even three or four years ago, stuff that today is like, oh, you can't do that. I mean, I would have laughed. I would have, I would have stood behind some dude's truck four years ago. As much as I think the Confederate flag is stupid and and it doesn't mean I stand for it. And if a guy's nice to me and stuff and he's got this flag, I'm like, well, I, I think your flag's stupid, but off you go. And somebody takes a picture of us shaking hands. Today's standards, you can get in huge right. trouble for that. I never used to think of it because I always thought, no, I don't care. I'm not, I don't believe everything this person believes. If that was the case, I couldn't go anywhere. You don't know. Like if a dude at a table next to me is a fan of the show and it turns out he's a leader of the clan and we're shaking hands and somebody takes John shaking hands with leader of the clan. I didn't even know the guy. But the yeah. picture says so much more than that. You always, I, I remember, uh, was it the Oscars or the Golden Globes when uh, Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston had that moment where they, they shook hands or they touched and shook hands and they were looking each other in the eye and the picture looked like they were, you know, rekindling their love. And then you watch the video and it was two seconds. Hey, Jen. And they just kind of almost high-fived as he passed her. Yeah. But the, the still shot made it look like they were in a deep, loving gaze. And it changes everything. It changes everything. So I just don't understand. Again, I go back to this all the time, but Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, everybody's saying, well, it's just something I do for blah, blah. It's just nothing but trouble. It's, it's a viper in your pocket. I've said it for years that you're just, you're just chronicling all your stupid. And eventually somebody's going to say, I don't like what I saw and turn it into something it isn't. And then you start to defend yourself and you look worse. I thought it was a funny comment. Yeah, I never used to think this way. I've gotten nailed for that here, and it wasn't even anything bad. It oh was yeah, just, yeah. When we had that conversation, yeah. I'm like, okay, get rid of it. Well, well Trip did it me. not because he was mad at you. No. But he went and he said, just don't put that up there. Right? He's like, it's, it can be misconstrued, and yeah. he's 100 percent right. And it, was, and it could have been misconstrued. Yep. It wasn't anything bad or racist. No, or it had like the F that. word in it. Yeah, that's it. And it's like, ah, eh, somebody might get offended and turn right. it into this big mix. So just get it off. And it's and he's right, hundred percent. You got to protect 100%. the protect the beast. And is it anti-establishment? Yeah, you can be anti-establishment. You want you're going to be anti-job too, especially if you work for Disney and you're like, hey, here's a thoughts about World War II and the Jews, and now they're going after the Mandalorian himself because a few years ago he had some stuff up there that was questionable by today's standards, and I don't even know what it is, but I saw that they're going by him. But if somebody apologizes and we don't accept that, then we're then society's worse than the than the racist tag we're getting for everything. You, you get called racist every time you open your mouth and, and misspeak and say, no, 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 all I was saying was blah, blah, blah. Racism is, is a totally different animal uh, unless you want it to be the cloud over everything. Because if you want it to be the cloud over everything, it's everywhere. Because you can nitpick it to death. But... Well, you can also piecemeal your, your controversy into it no, yeah. matter, no matter where it is. 
Well, the, there was an episode of, uh, I always call it Home Improvement, but Last Man Standing, the Tim Allen show. It's Home Improvement, Yeah, it's too. Home Improvement, too, with new people. But uh, his neighbor is a black guy, and uh, they were going through this sheet of papers that his daughter's going to a safe space college and things you can't say. And he said, look at the, look at the words that hurt your feelings. And he goes, uh, opportunity? American opportunity? And the girl said, well, yeah, that's because not everybody has the same opportunity. And he looked at him, and he goes, i got to be honest with you. Uh, I've been called a lot worse than that. These kids need to lighten up. <clears throat> and it's true, but you can't put those standards on it either. It's weird. But so, are the standards different for different people? I mean, like her, she lost yes. a job, everything else. And then you got Jimmy Fallon a couple years ago, for example, who yes. got the blackface thing. And he, he got a little bit of static for a minute, but it just went away. He kept but his he job. But he at the time. Like they, well, he was they actually killed. said it no, was after, okay at the time. Well, no, 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 no at the time. Right. Yeah. 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 But yeah, a couple yeah. years ago, you're right. He went on TV and cried and yeah, said, oh, yeah. this is terrible. I can't believe this is me. You knew it was And you. he still kept his job. And he wasn't. Uh, that's a tough one for me because as you do impressions and stuff. If somebody's like, that's a great impression. We want you to do it on film. I can't do Chris Rock looking like this. No. So is it blackface or is it a character? I mean, how far are we away from saying you can't play a doc? Acting is supposed to be pretending to be another thing, right? Ben Kingsley yeah. isn't an Indian, but he was the best Gandhi choice of all time. Find a better Gandhi than Ben Kingsley. And they'd say, oh, in India, find a better Gandhi people will buy tickets to go see than Ben Kingsley. You can get an unknown person to play Gandhi. The story isn't interesting unless it's got a name attached to it. But we're going we're gonna to get to the point now where the good doctor uh, who's on the spectrum is played by a guy not on the spectrum. You have to have a spectrum. Not only that, you have to have somebody who's an actual doctor. So Ken Jung's the only one that could play the good doctor now. And the reason you bring in the name, because that brings in the money to, be right. able to produce it. It's a business, and acting is pretending. It used to be in all the plays, they didn't allow women to be on stage. Men played the women's parts. And because nobody wanted to work with them. You know, that kind of holds true today. We just don't say it as much. <laughs> we do after everybody's gone in our own pro- But we would never publish that. I mean, I'll do it. It's just nothing but trouble. And period panties, and you got to change chairs all the time. Nicks everywhere. <laughs> no, you That's got, right, yeah. Nicks. K and I X. Call it K-N-I-X. Nobody's familiar with its term yet. <laughs> I don't even know if that's the right term. It's They're funnier if we it. call it after the radio station. <laughs> You're home of period panties and country music. Today's best country and period. Every time you say those two together, it's just <laughs> me queasy. I know. Because, again, the word periods and the word country are really <laughs> too, too close. <laughs> A man's mind doesn't hear it that way. Rolling down the Red River. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Oh, jeez. My face is soaked. <laughs> she didn't tell me that this was a joke, and now I'm soaked. <laughs> it was a bloodbath. I can't ask the home of a great country and periods. <laughs> Top of the hour, we give away more can't ask panties. <laughs> Period pants. Anyway, sorry. Off on a tangent. But, uh, yeah, just be careful. And, again, I... I Tom Brenneman had a great sentence because he's been through the ringer. But I couldn't agree. You, you passed it along to me, but yeah. he said, well, the most dangerous word in the English language today is send. It absolutely is. And, and you don't say it. You do it. You hit that button and send. Because if you decide to say something more than you know, what you're expected to say, that's the dangerous thing. We're all kind of falling into these little categories. Staying in your lane is important. You know, everybody's got a lane. We have a little more leeway here because our lane's been established as these guys 
are are hired to say uh, interesting and engaging mm-hmm. things that sometimes go outside the lines. But we keep it in lines. We stay in our lane. Uh, but, you know, a guy who doesn't ever, you know, a, a politician can't come on our show. You ever notice that if we ever have somebody like Kevin Rowe yesterday, I talked to him and he's like, I'm ready to blow up. You've been trying to get me to go off on the air. I'm ready to do it now because he's got a beef with some people. And, he won't, and he, I've always tried to get him to name names and he won't, he's I'll do it now. I'm like, next time you're allowed in this building, you're doing it. But he's always got to stay in his lane to protect his thing. There are certain things he – but if he ever said it out of the blue, he could get in trouble. because he's brand. And it's right. something I could say right. very easily because people are like, that's what he does. This guy can't do it. And it's not fair, but it is stay in your lane. Gina Carano left her lane in a big way. Right or wrong, it didn't matter. It was unexpected from a source nobody wanted to hear it from. I don't know that she, she left her lane. If correct. you know her for years on yeah. her social media, it's been a lot of that. It's not when they hired her. Right. No, Disney but when they know. hired her, oh come on! Brady. No, Disney knew. She, she knew. she's been open about they her knew. her 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 style of life. But yeah, when she was in, when she's she got was a whole new MMA, audience she now. Got, that got a too. whole new audience now. Yeah, you're right. They they she's got a Disney audience there. now. You're the Disney. You're the Disney. But for character. the two years she's been on that show, nothing changed on her she social didn't, media. She didn't do anything new. That all it took was one spark. No, I know. And it's I guarantee the right you, wording and all that. I get it. I guarantee you, somebody's telling none of that has changed. Stop with the political stuff as best you can. Because you're not, you're not in. I sat in a room with Ari Shafir, Big J Okerson, Brian Callen. Uh, who else was back there? Uh, Steve Rennes was, was back, there. back there. Theo Vaughn was back there, and all those guys are kind of middle of the road people who play the game in Hollywood like they're full lefties. That room was a bunch of people bitching about the way things run and how careful they have to be as comedians with their social media and everything else because it'll just get torn to shreds by the people they're trying to get jobs from. So you, and, and I remember Callan saying, it's, you got to play the game. Goes, I don't buy into some of this stuff. I hate it. And he doesn't play it for the most part. And now he's, you know, they got him. They went out and got the guy. Although he's, he's kind of been Teflon because he didn't apologize, mm-hmm. which is the key to that whole thing. Corolla told me that, too. Ari said, Shafir. Shafir is fearless. Yep. And Corolla is one who just basically says, look, I'm – this is who I am, and I'm not breaking laws or anything else, and I never told you I'd apologize. That's the thing. His lane is, I say these things. If you don't like it, don't listen. And people kind of fear that. Okay. Yeah, so basically he's like, hey, I'm going to say some stuff that's going to piss off people that I don't really care if they listen or not. I'm talking to a certain group here, and we're not doing anything horrible. And he said, if I, don't, if I apologize, it's because I meant the apology. I'm doing it not to save anything. I'm not going to apologize because somebody tells me I have to. If I don't feel like I have to apologize, I won't. And they don't expect him to. It's a weird line. But, the, yeah, now everybody's being put in little boxes. Like, Brady, you can't, you can't tell me about this. You don't know anything about it. Everybody knows everything of where you should talk. And once you step out, it's over. But that dude that was yelling at us yesterday about antebellum parties, I don't agree with an antebellum party in the first. First of all, I don't like parties. I'm not a fan of going to people's houses and dressing up especially and it's it's a small talk festival that sounds worse every time you bring it. Hey, we're having a party at my house. I'm like, I got to talk to your neighbors. I don't even want to talk Cringy. to my own neighbors. It's some party at your house, and the food's all community. I'm not going to eat. I'm going to have a Wendy's burger on the way home. I'm going to sleep like <laughs> crap. I don't want to go to your parties, but an antebellum party <clears throat> ugh, that just sounds miserable. What are we going to pretend we're from the old South? That's to me that immediately brings up the idea that we liked it better. When the old South was doing well, I don't particularly buy into that. I don't think that's a great call. Uh, yeah. Me PC pussy or whatever. Have your stupid antebellum parties. You're totally allowed, but 
there's going to be yeah. some backlash from people once you start showing it to everybody. There's going to be people like they have antebellum parties at KUPD. Somebody's going to be pissed, and rightfully so. Look, you have your choice: antebellum, uh, disco parties, sixties. No, You're I'm them? saying that that's what they put in that category. I mean, if you are going up- antebellum parties. Sure, you're dressing yeah, up. No, 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 no. no, no. He's saying it's a theme party. It's a theme party. Yeah, this is, a Chris, this is a Chris yeah, Harrison moment. No, no, no. Different things. It's a theme party <laughs> that celebrates a time that shouldn't be celebrated. Uh, it, 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 just, it, it would be like having a, a concentration camp party to some people. It would be like, what are you doing? Oh, we're having a, a striped pajamas party. It's just a theme party. We're having fun. But people, some people would look at that and go, that's the and most. And take it a little more serious. Because well, it should be. Yeah. But the antebellum thing is the celebration of Which, plantation. Yeah, I, and I'd never. Yeah, I mean, it's were... it's not a popular thing, but in the South they do it because they the South celebrates losing that war more than anybody who's ever lost a war ever. Oh, do they? They 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 have reenactments of it. Here's the war we lost. Let's go pretend we did it again, and we'll lose this whole thing all over again. And let's give us the win today. <laughs> right? I just what don't do get it. But yeah, so. Yeah, you can't compare it to like just a costume party. Although most costume parties have that one dude that comes in with something offensive because he wants to be remembered as the guy at the costume party that did the crazy thing. I mean, you, uh, we joked about it sometimes, but the Renaissance Festival, a horrible some of time. those times, terrible. Oh, yeah. Take a century out right. of there, and there's but it isn't horrible a, things. But happen. that isn't America's scourge, right? Yeah, that is not America's you know least proud moment, which is you know. Running a slave uh, as as a normalcy. Yeah, that's not. It, although that time is not something to celebrate, for sure. I think I've uh, I scrubbed the railroad party I used to have every year. <laughs> you everybody put on coolie hats. Railroads, yeah. You came as a Chinaman. It was a terrible idea. You come as an Irish or a Chinaman, and I'm like Brady. This is bad. Everybody's having a good time. Good time, Johnson. I'm like, no, that's not how this. <laughs> Ten goes. years in a row. Yeah, it was really. And for some reason, there was steak and. Uh, Hot dogs. <laughs> Didn't even get authentic with the food, but it was good. It was fun, but we don't do it anymore. Yeah, you just can't can't have that stuff. It's stupid. We, we need to be, stop being so proud of the things we do, too. Like just because you had an antebellum party, you need to keep that amongst your friends. Let's not look at my antebellum party on social media. You're asking for it. So back to the like the reenactment. Yeah. If you could, uh, we could reenact just the union wins around. Ooh. That would be. I don't think right. that's because I, they do it, you know, in. Uh, up in Michigan, Mackinac, sure. every oh, they summer, huge gatherings. They have those they in Indiana. They do all the different battles. When I was a little kid in Indiana, they took our elementary school yeah. to a field trip to watch the Civil War reenactment. All over Pennsylvania, too. Oh, they do yeah. there. I mean, they love the Gettysburg oh, yeah. ones. Like every three hours, they oh, yeah. do it. But that's like a proud American moment. Gettysburg was a turning right. point. Yeah. So I guess kind of it's uh, history. reenacting and, war is weird in the first place. But it is. If you want to get into it, it's like my character from years ago that I don't even know if I can – I don't care. But the Quantum Leap was my black time traveler. And he would go – he couldn't go anywhere. Like everything was always terrible. So he was my example to people going, oh, it was a better time. I'm like, not to the Quantum Leap it wasn't. He can go back to maybe like 1978 and, and start feeling all right. But it depends on where he lands. And if Ziggy took him to the wrong place, he'd be like, oh, oh. That was his catchphrase. Because everywhere he went was awful. Like the quantum leap would just materialize on the balcony of a hotel, and then Martin Luther King comes out. Oh, it's the day! Get out! <laughs> He's in terror. Everywhere he'd go would be awful. So when you say, oh, we go back to the every party you have from the past, somebody could be pissed off about it. Yep. You don't want that. 
I wouldn't even go to Penn State anymore, just in case. <laughs> I'm standing in front of the wrong statue. I'm like, oh, boy. If a kid stood around me at Penn State and there were cameras nearby, I'd just hightail it out of there. I'm like, I don't even want to – I'm not even risking being around children in this campus. <laughs> it's been 10 years. I don't care. <laughs> that stuff resurfaces. It looks like I'm making jokes. I'm out of here. I feel sorry for the guy at the Baltimore Ravens. Their play-by-play announcer's name is Jerry Sandusky. I'm like, he didn't change his oh, name? right. Man. Right. But it's with a G. Nobody cares, Jerry. Nobody hears your G. They hear Jerry Sandusky and immediately like, ooh, that's uncomfortable. Second and five for Lamar Jackson, who looks very sleepy. Uh, what do you got on the Action Ride Shop board this morning? <laughs> All right, the Action Ride Shop board. Obviously, the, the wake-up song brought to you by Action Ride Shop. If you're heading up north, hitting the trails this weekend, make sure you hit up Action Ride Shop on Facebook and at Action Ride Shop on Instagram. And a lot of the songs uh, having to do with Brady's dumping problem this morning. Uh, so <laughs> Static X, Love Dump was a big one. Uh, Problems from Sex Pistols. Sulfur from Slipknot. Roses from Outcast making a, making an appearance on the on the list here. Ah! <laughs> Rev Theory, Megadeth. Totally different meaning. Soundgarden, Prodigy. Oof. Uh, oh, Birth Ritual's up there. Do it! All right. Birth Ritual by Soundgarden. Try to sing this in the car first thing in the morning. That's my, that's my favorite Soundgarden song. Crack a vocal cord. Love it. We sang it one time live in the old sodomizing Linda. It was about all I had that night. <laughs> Came up the last the, song? No, it was in the middle of the set, oh. too. But the rest of them were easy. Okay. That, that was the pinnacle. And then the rest were like, because we did the single soundtrack. Oh, okay. The rest were simple. I think we did Spoon Man, and it was a cakewalk at the end. And I'm like, this is nothing. But, it was uh, just hanging over you during the set. The first, there it goes. first four songs were like, okay, I'm all right, tuned up, feeling pretty good. But that this song has some notes. All through rehearsals, I couldn't do it. I had hit the... the Lying like needles. And you're like, oh, we're in trouble now. But you, but you pulled it together like Freddie Mercury. I and did. Sh- yeah. I had AIDS. And my voice was cracking, even though that never happened, the way the movie tells you. Yeah. That he did, nobody knew he had AIDS at Live Aid yet, except maybe him. And his voice wasn't cracking because of AIDS. Like, they thought he was – that movie's so bad. It's one of the worst movies ever. But, uh, yeah, you start getting nervous. This song is unreal. And by the way, I got a fun fact on that today. On Freddie Mercury's AIDS? Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. Wow. Finally, put a, little, forward to put a little fun on that. <laughs> Finally, somebody put some jimmies on Freddie's AIDS. <laughs> it's always been such a downer. It is. Brady's going to cheer you up with Freddie Mercury AIDS nudes coming up in just uh, a second. <laughs> Ian's big beef on the movie Queen. So he used to have midgets on, on his parties that had little bowls of cocaine on their heads, and they'd walk by and just do it right out of the bowl. And they just showed the one briefly, a couple of them. Not a cocaine-headed midget, though. Did they have a Coke bowl on his head? Um, I don't think, I think so. It's just had little people. Food. I thought they oh. might, might have had the No, it was cocaine in the bowl. Yeah. And Ian knows all that stuff because, you know, A, he was a, a gay Englishman, so he was two degrees removed from Freddie Mercury at all times. <laughs> I think that's how that works. <laughs> Once you come out of the closet in England, you're given, like, all of Freddie Mercury's stuff for a day. <laughs> it's like uh, the Stanley Cup. You get to keep it for a day and then... Yeah, his his knowledge of Freddie Mercury's parties were because he was he wanted to go. That was the good old days. Not have that anymore. Everybody's all uptight. So he's friends with Halford instead. And Halford confirmed it. Freddie had parties that were horrifying. So rock and roll. It's out of control now.